Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais from Canada and a sunny Canada for a change, but still cold with episode number 161 of The Yacking Show. This is a show to open your minds to new perspectives, which you need to do for the changing world we're living in. Things are changing daily as we talk. As always, we have interesting guests, but it's not my job to introduce our guests because Kathleen does it a lot better than I do. So let's give her a quick plug first before we welcome her. And that is she wears another hat. And that is to help you with any IT problems you may have. If you need to recruit new talent and you can't find them, or if you need people for projects, get hold of Kathleen. She'll help you out. And her contact details are in the description of the show, both on video, if it's Zoom or BitChute or Odyssey, and on the many audio podcast platforms that you will find us on. So here we go with the Yaki Show. Welcome, Kathleen. How are you doing today? Oh, Peter, that was such a nice intro. Thank you so very much. And thank you all for tuning into our show. We so appreciate you and we love reading your comments. So please keep those coming. And if anyone out there is interested in being a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And today we have uh, uh, an, another wonderful guest that we've had on the show before, but today he's uh, going to introduce something new, and I think you will be quite interested to hear about this. We're so happy to welcome Gary Jones. Gary, welcome to the show. How are you today? Super duper. Thanks for having me. <laughs> now, Gary, you have been a leader in Young Living for the past five years now, and you've grown a wonderful team with that company. But today you're going to be talking to us about a new venture uh, which involves a community dollar system. Can you, for the sake of the audience that hasn't heard you speak with us before, can you give us a little bit about your background and then what led you into uh, creating a community dollar system? Yeah, uh, background, I guess, uh, you know, I was born and raised in Quebec, and I came to Ontario to get an education, met my wife-to-be, and never went back to Quebec, so that's a big part of it, and uh, graduated from New York University and got involved with uh, government offices for group homes and behavior mod programs and all kinds of hard-to-serve situations, very active as an advocate for people with uh, challenges, and when I retired from that industry, I got into marketing and did a lot of business consultation and found myself in a world of network marketing, which I just love when it's done properly. So I've been doing that for a while. Um, when I got involved with Young Living with all the health products and supplements, I really found my home and I've done very well with it. Uh, but, you know, we're not all into one aspect of, of life. We have different volunteer work and involvements. And uh, years ago, I got involved... I got to tell you a little funny side story. If people know me, they know I'm a huge Pete Seeger fan. I grew up listening to his music and got to see him and perform a number of times. And actually in 1984, I guess it was, no, it wasn't 84, it was 2004. I got to sit and have lunch with him and talk to him. And it was like the highlight of my, my idol career. If anyone knows Pete Seeger, you'd appreciate that. The reason I got to meet him is there was a conference at the Shoemaker uh, Center for Economics held in Bard College, a real fancy uh, place in New York State. And it was about uh, local economies, local shopping, local initiatives and such. And um, I was shocked to find out uh, this was going on, but I, I wasn't into it. I was in a few barter and networking groups, so I didn't understand the whole power of community money. And my friend kept banging away and banging away. And on the very last day of the book of tickets for this conference, 
up comes a pop-up window saying, by the way, if you want to stay an extra day, Pete Seeger will be performing. <laughs> the next day, said, okay, I'm going. Go on to see Pete Seeger. But when I got there, a different Gary went in and a different Gary came home because what I did is I immersed myself in three days of learning how different communities have adjusted to challenges when there's a lack of federal money and assets going on. I met people from Brazil, from from uh, LA, from uh, Europe, from, from uh, different parts of Scotland, England. There was 385 participants in the event. And every time I went, I just couldn't believe the differences. I mean, I could talk for two hours on synapses of that weekend because uh, when there's a, a, a problem in a community, um, you call the government government up and say, hey, uh, can you give us 100,000 to fix this problem? Well, that, that that federal money isn't there. So what communities are doing are starting their own uh, form of currency. They're starting, there's different models and I can talk about that at length another time, but there's different types I happen to have with me. This is a, a directory from Ithaca, New York. And they're the kind of the, the granddaddy of all this stuff. They've got pages and pages of listings like a phone book where people can spend Ithaca money. So if you're a massage person, a restaurant, a, a, a business consulting, a yoga class, guitar lessons, whatever the case may be, everywhere money is used, they formed Ithaca currency and they were able to get it out through different means and people would shop locally with it. And you, know, you don't tend to go to the Walmarts and the Costco's with these things, you tend to buy from your neighbor, which is pretty mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. So um, when I came home, I said, you know, all my business background and everything I learned, I could do this. And one of the flaws I found is a lot of these programs uh, we're earmarked for challenges because they're based on volunteers and anyone who's been in a volunteer group knows that that can be kind of iffy sometimes when people burning out or the wrong people doing the wrong thing. So I launched a community currency program in um, 2004 when I got back from this thing uh, with local shopping and I did it by myself and I went for two years and quite honestly back then guys the economy wasn't that bad. You know, like people had their debit cards and their visas and, you know, people that there was no, there was no challenge at that point. Whereas in Salt Spring Island, Calgary, Alberta, uh, Ithaca, overseas, uh, Tamworth, Ontario, there was communities that were under siege because of lack of money that did well with community money. But KW area where we live is, was doing pretty good. Yeah, there was a lot of homelessness and, and poverty and all issue uh, that happened. I did it for two years and it just didn't turn the corner. Merchants weren't buying into it. It was an unfounded situation. They weren't that eager to think outside the box. So I shut it down. Um, in 2009, some people approached me, Gary, you know, we love what you did, but you can't do it by yourself. So we formed a little bit of a group and relaunched it. And when we launched it this time, I had two years of, of going to economics st studies and uh going and, and visiting other, I visited Spring Island for their system and met with the founders. I met to Calgary and met with the people running that. And that's amazing. If anybody wants to see a, a vibrant, well-run uh, program, go to calgarydollars.ca, I believe it is. And calgarydollars.ca, uh, you can sign up for local and they create their own Calgary money. And uh, they've recently gone to digital money on apps, which I'm not big <laughs> favor of, but... Um, it works for them. Uh, Ithaca is still going strong. Uh, there's a system called the Berkshires. Uh, 
that have a system with millions of dollars of transactions going in, a different system than what I'm going to share with you today, but um, different communities in, in, in downtrodden communities, like parts of Scotland where they close mills and there's no employment, they've launched really interesting things. Sometimes they serve a purpose for six years and die out, and that's okay because that was their intention when things, the economy picks up again. There's even, uh, I think I have some stuff here. I was on another podcast recently. They were talking about depression era script. Depression, and after the war, a lot of communities, people came back, there's no work. And like Madison, Wisconsin made their own Madison bucks. And you could pretty well do anything in there, half federal money and half Madison bucks. And during that time, police report, there was very little uh, domestic violence. There was very little... Uh, crimes and, and things from kids, the kids are things to do. Uh, so the different programs have a real impact. Matter of fact, the fellow, um, Gerard Wheatley, I believe is the guy's name who runs the Calgary program. He got his master's submitting papers on the economic value of the Calgary dollar program. Wow. Um, he got his master's showing that uh, how it affected by the insurgencies of money into Calgary, how it affected downtown. Uh, I'll give you a, a little side example. I love what Calgary did. I spent three days there volunteering to learn from them. Imagine there's a whole bunch of posters on the wall and the snow goes down, there's dog poop in the park and all that. I mean, the city don't have money to hire people to go with a little razor blade and clean up all the poles. But when you create your own city money, Calgary dollars, you could hire some people who need to do things and they could do some of the stuff the city just doesn't have the money for then they can take the money they earn with their skills, whether it's just picking up, you know, stuff, trash in the park or whatever, and they could go and buy things at local stores, mm -hmm. you know? So there's a real impact on the, the social side of it. And Gerard, as I said, did a, a, a master's on that. And he was so successful years ago that to this day, the city of Calgary give, I think, $70,000 in the budget to help run the program. And the United Way give another 70,000. And there's a center they run out of, they got an office and the center offers them space and a secretary so many hours a week and all that because they've proven that changes lives in the downtown core. Wow, very good. Gary, that, that, that's great. That's a really good um, description of how you got involved and how you got interested yeah. in, and the background to it. So I'm interested, how do you get it started and how does it actually work on the ground? Surely you need an injection of wealth of some sort to get this rolling. Yeah, uh, and again, it's it, we're doing it, I can't say, you know, deep pocket sort of thing we're, and not a shoestring budget, something in the middle. We've had a number of people offer to do little uh, videos and, and even podcasts like you guys do just to help launch it as a business. But um, we already have the, the money printed. Uh, we have the money that people use. We have, believe it or not, $554,000 worth of currency. And we cater to the Wellington and Waterloo area. Uh, so we have pictures on here from Guelph, Kitchener, Waterloo, um, Cambridge. You know, we have pictures on mm -hmm. the money uh, for it. All set to go. And the way it's going to be based is like a membership, just like you join the Chamber of Commerce or you join the YMCA, just a membership. And there'll be levels of membership with someone who's just a consumer that just wants to shop, but there'll be a nominal fee to get involved. And they'll get maybe, I don't know, $90 of spending money to go support local businesses. And uh, then there'll be a home based business one for people who are into health products or mm -hmm. guitar lessons, yoga, things you do from that, that level of business. And there'll be a, an established one at um, uh, about $200 a year where the, the merchant will have a little change box to give small bills for change. And, you know, it's all thought out, it's all ready to go. 
and the way the money will be launched is that. The other way is we're able to go to nonprofit groups. For instance, I'm talking to two right now. I shouldn't use their names until they give permission, but two groups where we're going to grant them uh, $1,000 of money to help their group. So they have volunteers come in and do their activities, and they can say to the volunteer, thank you, here's $10, here's $10. And then they go on okay. a website and say, where, where do I spend it? So we can reinforce volunteers, single parents, uh, people who want to shop, uh, Money is money. It's going to be the same as sure. use money. So, so okay. So, yeah. sorry. Let me let me just finish that that yeah. one so yeah. I can really understand this. Let, let's say I have a small corner shop, convenience store, and I say, Gary, I want to get involved. In this, <clears throat> how to, take me through as a corner mm -hmm. store owner? What do I do to get involved in the system? So it would be. Uh, don't hold me to the numbers because we're playing with that as we speak. Yeah. We're looking at what we can do and what we can't do to be sustainable um we you would probably pay for advertising and, and membership let's say 200 dollars, right and you'd have a listing on our website that people know and on the website you'd say i'll take 10 percent on non-sale items maybe you'll say i'll take 10 percent tuesdays only you know um i'll take 10 percent but if it's just services like guitar lessons maybe you'll take 20 percent so the people would know, and you'd have a little sticker on your window, just like Visa, MasterCard, we've already mm -hmm. run off the stickers that we accept the money here kind of thing. So we go up to your store and we see there, or we see it on the website, or we hear by word of mouth, or some other social media things that, oh, there's three convenience stores, uh, this person is part of a group, I should shop there. We should shop within our own network. Okay. Really. So okay, we so then and then, and then you'd, you'd be able to say, I bought $100. Mm -hmm. You'd still have to charge me 100. They're not coupons. You'd still have right. to charge me 100. You'd still have to charge taxes because this is not an avoidance system. Sure. You charge the taxes accordingly. But then I would hand you, if you said 10% on 100, I'd hand you one of these $10 bills. $10 bill, yeah. And, 90. and, and $90 in other currency, whether it's debit, okay. cash, Visa, MasterCard, whatever. Whatever. My, sure. my receipt would still say 100. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that that's great. What do I do with that? The accumulation well, of say, all those $10 bills, what do I do with them as a shop owner? You'd, you'd go on there and say, well, what do I need? You know, I need someone to clean my windows. You look on the website, on the directory, is anyone clean windows who would accept okay. 10 or 20% of, of the transaction there? Okay. So you'd okay. almost follow the money. It's kind of fun. Like like you, you become a member and you... You, you maybe even give back 10, like, you know, can entire, you get money back when you, mm -hmm. they're getting out of paper money and just digital, but we all know the paper money scene. So you come in your store and I buy a hundred bucks of stuff and you accept some money from me, or maybe you give me here, Gary, you're a good guy. Here's five bucks. Thanks for shopping. Okay. Here. Okay. Then you take the money and get the window cleaner. The window cleaner maybe goes and gets some guitar lessons for his son. And the guitar lesson teacher goes to a music shop and gets some, it, it, it's, they call it, circulation of money is exactly what it is mm -hmm. goes back I, to egypt egypt remember the word the, the banks of nile and circulation yes, that's right. it's okay. all, all connected but the beauty of this is it's it's kept in the community because if you're using guelph dollars you can only use them in guelph or kitchen yeah. okay <laughs> got it got it i got the idea of how it works thank you mm. Kathleen, over to you. interesting so when is this program going to launch gary we're already doing a pre-launch now. I'm actually calling in favors from people I have relationships with to get some listings on the site. We just commissioned a, a guy to make the website last week, and he needs 60 days already to get it. And of course, it's a lot of work of content and, you know, uh, 
all that stuff and, and the, the merchant listings, but we'll do a soft launch and then the fall probably a serious heavy launch. Uh, just as an aside, September 10th is the annual uh, day in the park for nonviolence uh, in September. We've already aligned with them where September 10th will be at Victoria Park from noon till five, I believe it is. And we'll have an information booth there and we'll be, if someone comes up, you know, see, most people don't understand what money is. They don't understand banking, essential banking, mm -hmm. loans, collateral. Like they're really naive to that. And I've done a deep dive over the last 20 years learning more about that stuff. So how could I just hand out money someone and say, well, it's not a coupon. It's It uses over and over and over again, like, like money, money, right? But there's no collateral. You don't have to say, can I borrow money? You don't have to, we don't sell money. I want to be very clear. We don't sell money. If you bought a $200 membership for that story you talked about, Peter, you might get, I don't know, at this point, we're looking at $600 of, of paper money for you to do. Mm -hmm. And the trick, the trick is to get the same with anyone who's been in a barter group. Sometimes you accept barter points for your group and you look on their directory and there's nothing you need there. That's the big hook. That's the big hook. If you don't need flowers and you don't need uh, uh, veterinary services and you don't need that, and that's all they have there, you collect it for your stuff and say, what do I do with this now? You know? Sure, 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 sure. So, so one thing um, that isn't quite clear to me, Gary. So if, I, if, if I'm a member, I pay for the membership, I get a certain dollar amount of these community dollars. That's yeah. when I can go shop with these community dollars. Yeah. Okay, but... For instance, I'm just going to give the analogy of, of Canadian Tire. When I go to Canadian Tire, make a purchase, I get back Canadian Tire money for that purchase. Is that? It could, go, it could go both ways. It could be you could advertise, you know, come to my store. And if you come on Tuesdays, you get, you know, five or 10% back in, in, in our community dollars. It could go uh -huh. that way. Okay. And it, and it could be, you know, what, I'll give you a short little story. When I went to Ithaca, this is, drives the point home. When I went to Ithaca, we got our hands on some Ithaca money and they don't sell the money there. We had to join something and they gave us a, a welcome package with some mm -hmm. Ithaca money in it. So we said, where can we spend it? And they said, well, there's a Mexican food place, great family business down the street. So the three or four of us went in and the owner came out because we were from Canada, he want to talk to us. And he said a great story. This, this is powerful. He said that when... They opened and they just got to the point of family business where they got some equity in it and things were going well. They got the branding, people trusted them, blah, blah, blah. And what they did is you pay the first meal in, in federal US money and the second meal you could pay with Ithaca money. Okay. That, that was their thing. And I, I think it was only Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm, I Don't hold me for that, but that's they had their own rules on their list. Then he found out Taco Bell was moving in right across the street. Mm. And oh my God, we're, we're dead in the water here with Taco Bell. They got all the corporate brochures and door-to-door -door flyers and all that. So the people from the Ithaca program went to Taco Bell and said, would you, you're downtown now, would you like to accept that? And they said, oh, we can't. We have no apparatus on our software. We can do Visa, MasterCard, Cash, uh, American Express. We can't do another form and it conflicts with head office. So anyways, the people in Ithaca continued going where they could spend their Ithaca money. Mm -hmm. And four months later, talk about closed their doors. So if you're shopping locally, and, and that's a, I was just on another podcast earlier today where they're saying shopping locally means actually building a relationship with somebody and not just thinking you're buying and the money all goes to head office somewhere. So anyways, when they did that, 
the people there was great. So at the end of the meal, we were all excited because we're actually using the money for the first time. The waitress came over and I held up a tip in American money. I held up a tip in Ithaca money. I said, which tip do you want? And I sat back. She took the Ithaca money. And I said, well, what's that all about? She says, well, you're being more generous with that than you are with the federal. Uh, right, 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 right. You know? so, so I said, well, what are you going to do with it? And she said, the local uh, craft brewery on Fridays will take half in cash and half in Ithaca money for the beer. So we're all in residence. We're all university students there. We go get our beer and use the tip money to get more beer than we would with your other tip. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so here's a quick one. So the yeah. community dollar is always on a par with the local currency, right? So we one community dollar, dollar, dollar. Yeah, dollar you, for dollar. If you had a price tag, you were selling a, a used good part. Well, that's the other thing, too. We'll have a whole directory of people's one-off things. We're mm -hmm. Currently, we're working with Facebook Marketplace, but we're trying to be more independent in that platform. But if you had a, a doll carriage, your baby grew up in the carriages for sale, old skis, uh, you're getting rid of the CDs and DVDs, you'd be able to advertise on there, providing you took a minimum amount of community dollars and, and encourage the one-off. Now, that's not a store and that's not a home-based business. Sure, it's a one-off. It's a one-off thing. So there's another quick one. Uh, will there be a residual market? Going back to my little corner store, let's assume I get more community dollars than I can ever hope to spend for the services that I use, for instance. And I'm now accumulating a huge pile of community dollars, and I, but I need some real dollars to pay the receiver revenue, whatever. Is there going to be a residual market that I can exchange those, perhaps a discount market? No, because we don't sell the money. Uh, Salt Spring Island sell the money. Um, Toronto Dollar Program, they're no longer operating because of the volunteer issue, but Salt Spring is a good example. If I walk into Salt Spring Island and I give them a $20 Canadian bill, they give me a 20 Salt Spring bill. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I could, in Salt Spring, get my money back, you know. Um, when I was in Salt Spring, I actually put my debit card in the ATM machine at the Tourist Bureau, and Salt Spring money came out of the ATM Really? Machine. Yeah. Yeah, pretty I, well. But I, I would your question, Peter, if you called me up and said, look, Gary, I got like $810 of this stuff, and I don't know what to do with it, we would probably try and find a way to, to make things work. For instance, okay. you might say, hey, I'm taking a holiday. I need a bread and breakfast. Sure. We'd probably find a negotiating way to to keep you happy. Uh, yep. You may want to give your staff a Christmas bonus part in cash and sure. part in money so they can spend it. There's all kinds of solutions. Mm. I, I would like to bet that when this becomes successful, which I'm sure it will, for a reason I'll ask you in a separate question just now, that there will be some, because of the power of the marketplace, some bright person will say, I can start some discount trades here and I will take the surplus from one guy and pass it on to someone else and make a little bit in the middle. That might be totally contrary to what you're trying to do, but I, I could see that happening. Could you? Yes. And I always go back to what do we do with, with Amer Canadian American money, like federal yeah. money, right? Yeah. yeah. And you might turn around and, and say, you know, here's a guy that's really stuck and, you know, I'm going to buy something and, and we'll negotiate. So if, if you consider our company as a central bank, right? Right. And then someone gets it. We have no control if they're, to be honest with you, no control if they're if they're 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 buying drugs or they're doing oh, something. Sure. Money is money. We, if you have a garage sale, people don't go declare that to the uh, no. to the powers of be because it's just off off the books kind of activity. So our website will very clearly say that if you're a business, you should be declaring it as a 
Uh, and I understand. I understand completely. No, what I'm saying is if, if me as the corner store ends up with a thousand community dollars and I can't find anywhere to spend them and somebody, a private individual comes along and says, look, I know how to get rid of community dollars, but because I'm, you want me to change them for Canadian money, I'm going to buy them at a discount of 10%. It's entirely legal, but yeah. I, I could see that, totally, for that coming totally, into play. Totally between the buyer and the seller. But yeah, sure. When I look, sure, at, sure. When I look at Ithaca, Salt Spring, Calgary, I've never heard of that happening. I've never okay. heard of that happening. Okay. But yeah, you're right. You're right. So, so, but the, the nice thing, sorry, Kath, the nice thing about that, it means that no one should ever be stuck with community dollars that they can't use no. in one way or another. They yeah. might have to take a small cut on it. Just, okay, got it. Thank you. Kathleen, you. So is there a finite amount of paper money that will be produced, printed? And We're already looking at a, I have two series of money. The one I just held up a second ago was from the last we had that. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I, 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 maybe it's right to share the story. When I shut the program down, I fell up in Mount Forest and looked, my father has the barn. I had 17 boxes of, of banners and binders and all these things that we had to put up in the loft. And that was a while ago. And he called me up recently and said, Gary, <laughs> uh, my, the house, the barn's selling. You got to come get your stuff. And I went, oh my goodness, what do I do with this stuff? And at the same juncture of time, because of COVID and lockdown and the economy changing, I had so many people tell me, Gary, I wish you still had your program. I wish. And suddenly I get a phone call saying, I got to do something about this stuff. So two or three people said, Gary, don't do it yourself. We'll get involved. And it relaunched. It's just like the universe saying it's time. Mm -hmm. It was too early before, but now it's ripe, you know? So anyways, we sorted, took an inventory of everything else. And we have... I think $554,000 of value, you know, like piles and piles of notes that we we had to kind of count everyone to do a proper launching inventory. And we take that, but we're already looking at running another run of money, interestingly enough with Polymar, like our new Canadian money, it's like a synthetic. Mm -hmm. We're looking at doing that. We have a printer right now jobbing that out and pricing it for us for the future. We're already thinking next run. Right. But we have enough now. Uh, something that's interesting, uh, there's, there's an economic, and then there's a difference between monetary reform and economic reform. Mm -hmm. Monetary reform is how the money's made and comes to life, like loans and all that, how it's birthed and how it comes out. Economic is what you do with it thereafter. There's an economic uh, called an economic uh, term called the velocity of money. Mm -hmm. So let's say the three of us made yakking show bucks okay you're right. gonna go into the compete with me here. but anyways you were yakking show bucks and you launched it and a hundred thousand went out in the month of january and all those people bought and sold something and in february the hundred thousand again and then it moved again in march that's let's say in 10 months that's a hundred thousand times 10 it's a million that's dollars a yeah. million dollars of commerce that wouldn't have happened mm -hmm. right it wouldn't mm -hmm. have happened except now we've created an insurgence of capital when there's a lack of federal money in this day and age, just, and, and again, people don't take a loan. They don't need collateral to get it. It's just mm -hmm. a nominal membership fee that right. should be of value to them at whatever level. And there's going to be a fee too, just a nominal fee for someone that just wants to be a shopper and a consumer and mm -hmm. they don't have a business. Right. Now, are you, um, is there going to be a digital version developed? I hope not. I hope not. I, I really think if you look at the depression era when we didn't have Facebook and all the stuff mm -hmm. we've got now, communities did really well by going up face to face and you go to the farmer and buy some eggs and just hand them the community money there. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing of building relationships, when it gets digital, to me, it, 
maybe it's my age and my generation or whatever. Um, also, too, digital stuff can be hacked. Digital stuff mm -hmm. has its shortcomings to it. Calgary are doing very well with their this download. You can take a nap on your phone. But if you don't have a phone, you're on low income, a senior, homeless. Mm -hmm. then if you don't have an app on the phone, you're void from where do I spend my money and all that. Right. I, I, I'm not into like making a, a paper directory like we had back not that many years ago. But most people can either go to the library if they don't have a laptop or something, and they can go, where do I spend my money? And just click on a, a directory, you know? That, mm -hmm. and, and the goal is, uh, we can't do it ourselves. We need, we need the people who get involved sharing it and saying to their friends, hey, uh, you know, if you shop here, I'll give you this money, and get that word of mouth kicked in. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I have a good feeling about that. I think, can I jump in quick, Kathleen? I know we're running short of time. Mm -hmm. I think your timing is about perfect because, as you know, I, I'm a, a maverick even than Kathleen and uh, a great conspiracy theorist and everything else. So I'm looking at what's happening and I have experience of what governments do when they go off the rails. And I see how the government quickly throws bank accounts of people who are involved in the convoy. Whether, I'm not arguing about whether the convoy is good, bad or indifferent. That's not the point. A huge number of people are now suspicious of government control of their bank accounts, digital currency in particular, and looking for alternative methods of exchange, which this dovetails beautifully. And if I can just go on a bit further, there's a parallel banking system in the third world, and I have infinite, not intimate knowledge of this, I can't remember the name, for transferring money across continents without using a commercial banks, right, with just a telephone. So that's yet another reason why I think idea is, is coming at exactly the right time. So well done. Let I me comment on that. Be a real winner. Really do. Two words. Yeah. One is an alternate mm -hmm. currency system, which is Bitcoin and all those things, which are vulnerable. Of course. Like, first, yeah. you want to shut down that or hack things all that. That's an alternate. Yeah. Ours is a complementary system. It complements when you go in, you're paying uh, part in uh, part in uh, federal money and part in and if if the federal money's down. Right, ours goes down okay. up with it. It's just it's a it's a parallel. So it's called a complementary system. I agree. And uh, there's over three thousand varieties around the world. But if the government money goes down and the government controls increase, it could well become a parallel system more than a complementary system amongst small groups, small communities. Well, there's there's one group I researched in. Uh, it's interesting because my wife and I are going to the UK in in, in May. And there's a group in Stroud that are relaunching, just similar to what I just said about my situation. Mm -hmm. They had a group going, and they had in there something called the 100% Club. That on the directory, they had a little logo, like a little, you know, little yeah. thing on, on the thing that they do 100%, uh, not on all their products and services. No, sure. In Ithaca, if you went, even today, there's a, a store there to have uh, kind of gifty, cutesy kind of things for the wall and preserves and all that. And they put a yellow sticker. A green sticker if they take 20% money and a yellow sticker if they take 50% money and a red sticker on the preserves and jellies they have if they take 100%. 100%. Why? Because the stale date's getting on the preserves. they got to get out of their store or it's All not right. selling well. And they'll take 100% Ithaca money on the red sticker products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's, just, it's really a lot of creative stuff out there that people, they're going to come up with ideas I hadn't even thought of. There's going to be somebody sure. out there doing something that... Um, you know, and you can, if you had a thousand dollars and didn't want to do it, Peter, you could donate it to your church or the food bank, or, you know, you could do all, it's money. It's, 
It's we if we had five hundred thousand dollars of money right now and we put a little mark on the Canadian money, you'd be able to follow it from the convenience store to the oh yeah with the washer. It, so Gary, how will how will shoppers find participating businesses? There'll be a sticker on the door for the, the ones there. Mm -hmm. If you're a, a home-based business, let's say someone sells health products like, like someone we know, uh, and they had a booth at a show, there might be a little uh, plastic sign saying, we accept our community dollar. And the other way is online. They'll be able to go on a directory and, and go by category, looking for infant stuff, baby stuff, car stuff, like any shopping directory. You'd mm -hmm. be able to click on the category. There'd be a little search engine. That's what we're working on now. On the, you know, So if you're looking for someone that does... Uh, uh, women who get their nails done and stuff like that too you'd look the, the challenge is going to be if you live in waterloo and we've only got one in cambridge no one's going to drive that far to, to use their money so we need to make it really localized in there and uh, we're actually looking at a, a way of getting a couple of team members that maybe get when they sell a membership get a commission and they'll take care of their own you know Mount Forest or whatever, there'll be somebody up that way who has a vested interest in their own backyard. Right. Got a lot of good ideas, but we just need the people to buy into it. And with the way the economy is, I I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think nah. people are going to say, "I'll try it." What the hell? You know, I put sure. cash in a newspaper ad, nothing happens. I'll I'll try anything. You know, right? Well, yeah. Gary, yeah, we're um, short on time. Just uh, tell our audience how they can get a hold of you. Well, the best way is is uh, if you call right now to our um, our uh, we have an email at info at ourcommunitydollar.com, spelled the way it sounds, o u r communitydollar.com, and info at and it's directed right now while the construction's going on. It's directed so we can still see it. And the website we're launching is called www.ourcommunitydollar.com. Uh, okay. We also have set up a phone number for it. Uh, which is 226-698-0700. And, you know, while we're in transition here, just call me directly. My cell number is 519-716-3592. And, um, yeah, text me, call me, that kind of thing. But uh, there's, there's a lot of businesses struggling out there right now, and they're looking for that life raft that, Life, they can just grab onto it and try anything. And let's say you're a pizzeria and someone tries you for the first time because that you take the money, they might be a customer for life and stop sure. going where they're going mm -hmm. before. A lot of power mm -hmm. to it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, excellent. Thank you, thank you yes. Gary. That was oh my goodness. really good. It well is. Done. I'm excited for this to, to yeah. launch, uh, Gary. Really, I am. Just so. Let's see the design. Hold one of your notes up so we can get a good, good mm -hmm. picture so people know what we're talking about. This is the, uh, can you see it there okay? Yeah, Waterloo Wellington. Excellent. Very pretty. Yeah. And the, the pictures we took on there before, there's pictures, of, like I said, of Guelph. And uh, uh, this is, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, the McCray House up in Guelph, where the guy that wrote Flanders Field. We got okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We took yeah. a picture on it. Um, the old city hall in, in, uh, in Cambridge. Yeah. You know? Excellent, excellent. And uh, there's a tower in, in, in Kitchener. So I got some of the bills up there, but um, I, I will yep. take a second too. The backs are all the same. They're called okay. the common back, which right. means if you're in Guelph and want to shop in there, you don't go by just the color on the top. It's common. Matter of fact, Peter, if you want to open this program two or three years from now up your way, 
the back would look like that and the front would be pictures of your backyard. It, right. it has the capacity to grow. We're not thinking that way, but the common back concept makes it possible to open different cities. And uh, sure. there's sure. lots of good references on Wikipedia. And, and if people want to do a deep dive, I'll, I can point them sort of some phenomenal books uh, on different types of systems. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you, Gary. Gary. Really appreciated having you on the show. And uh, before we go, though, I'd like to give a little plug, speaking of the books, Gary, to my wonderful friend, Peter Wright, who has written a lovely book. Uh, Honestly, it is one interesting, fascinating story, one that uh, movies are made out of. Uh, Peter, hold up that book if you have it. Five Steps to Thriving on Adversity, folks. Get yourself a copy. And Peter, how do people get a copy of your book? I going to my blog, peterwrightsblog.com, and uh, there's an order form right on the front page of that website. Thank you. And Peter, Peter, if people yep. buy it, you could use a bookmark. I'll give you a bunch of $5 bills. There we go. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right. Thanks, Gary. Thank you, and thank you all so much for tuning in once again. We so appreciate you, and we love reading your comments. So until next time, take care. Bye-bye, everyone.